EFTM Tech Cars Lifestyle This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long EFTM Now's the form, no Commonwealth Games in Victoria I know uh, that's probably old news now for some people listening But that's uh, that's today's breaking news And I, I'm missing it right now There's a um, Commonwealth Games Australia CEO talking right now I'd love, I'd love to be listening it's. Um, I think it'll be interesting. I wonder whether anyone else will pick it up. I don't think the news. I don't think any uh, state government has the guts right now <clears throat> to take up that kind of spending. But anyway, that's the news of the day. I've been recording and talking to people and doing radio, and in the meantime, all that's been un- un- unraveling online, and uh, it's been quite interesting. But I'm back. Um, we had a, a, a few interesting weeks. I did actually record a couple. I think it was one, maybe two callers about three weeks ago. And then there was just no one else answered. I'm like, ah, oh, got to go. And then I was meant to do a show and the Today Show asked me to do this 24-hour competition giveaway thing and we did. <laughs> it was wild. It was great fun, but it just meant I couldn't be here on the Tuesday. And then last week I was meant to go to my mum's for a holiday with the kids for three days and the kids were sick, so that didn't happen either. So it's just been a wild couple of weeks. Um, but you'll forgive me and um, we'll keep plodding on as we do. Um, that's the EFTM way. We just keep plodding on. Make that our motto, do you think? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we do all thanks to the great people at LG. And uh, if you haven't seen their new collection in Forest Green, you've got to have a look. Uh, and if you're, if you're listening with your partner in the car, show them what a laundry can really look like. This is a, a series of devices. So you've got the air styler, the, the, the clothes styler. You've got a vacuum and a wash tower. And the wash tower is a dual system, so it's a washer and dryer stacked, but stacked from the factory. So it's it's actually more compact, um, and the top part is forest green. The styler is all forest green, and the vacuum is forest green. It's like the trend in, in laundry. So, uh, look, I think it looks nice. I am desperate to redo and refurb our, our laundry and bathrooms. Um, I, I just don't know yet whether my wife's open to the idea of really introducing... Uh, a color palette into the laundry, but I'd love it to because this looks amazing. And I've stood next to the wash and dry combo. It's actually a little bit more narrow than usual. And so it kind of fits more snug. Then you've got the styler. And I've got to tell you, I've been talking about the styler and equivalent devices for a couple of years now. They're expensive, but my God, I haven't been to a, uh, a dry cleaner in, I don't know, three or four years. I just put mine in there and my shirts, I either wash them, put them in the, in the styler or I wash them, or I just put them straight in the style if I haven't worn them much. Easy done. Fresh and fresh as a daisy. Um, you can find out more about all the latest LG home appliances by going to EFTM.com and click on the uh, LG links. Or, of course, just go to LG.com. Let's get cracking with the show. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. All right, thank you for listening. Great to have your company. And if you've got a tech question, go to the website, EFTM.com. Michael did that. G'day, Michael. Hey, Trevor, how are you? Yeah, real good, mate. What can I do for you? I just want some advice. I have recently swapped over my internet service provider from Telstra Mm -hmm. to another provider. And one of the things they've offered me is an opportunity to, I guess, upgrade my service by way of, I think you've mentioned in the past, one of those um, Nest um, options as far as improving, I guess, the service of the internet around the around the home. Okay, so better better Wi-Fi, so like a, a mesh yeah. Wi-Fi system. Yep. 
a mesh Wi-Fi system, yeah, and I've got an old Telstra modem at the moment, and I guess I'm what I haven't done at this stage is, of course, I'm in the infinite stage of getting a bit sorted. I've got the MBN connected to the house. Mm. I've had the um, fibre to the premises connected. Nice. I've been given a good deal by a internet service provider. I'm all new to this world. I have the internet, but in, in my world, it's pretty average. So I'm hoping this makes a difference. Can you give me, I guess, any advice around what is required moving forward yep. with these particular, um, I guess, for want of a better word, enhancements of internet yep. in the so, house and modems? Have they given you? Have you have you signed up? For, have you got a new Wi-Fi system yet, or are you looking? I have been. I've swapped over to More M O R E from Telstra. Yep. I have only just taken delivery today of the Nest. I haven't opened it yet. I'm waiting on the people from More to send out a technician to connect me to the fibre to the premises, okay. and then away I go. So, so I'm they've interested. Got, they to haven't see. quite finished the fibre to the premises part of the. No, the no. Okay. But the NBN has done the box on the outside of the house, yep. connected me to the street done all that now yep. i've got to be connected from the outside of the house yep. to and my so property did, did, did they send you the amazon Eero? is that what they sent you or the google nest yes amazon Eero. i think it's Eero. yeah Eero. so i because i i got a note from uh, more telecom actually telling me about they've got a like a connectivity deal basically just you know get an Eero 6 which is their um their mesh system so it's the same as a google nest or a netgear orby they're it all, sounds that's what it would sound like, yeah. They're all the same all sort of similar things. concept. Basically, it's it's like yeah. three little boxes. Um, now here's the great thing. Correct. Um, the everything you've got now, throw it away. Everything you had before, I mean. So Telstra modem, yes. all that stuff is irrelevant because you don't actually need a modem at all. Fiber oh, to the okay. fiber cool. to the premises actually means that kind of the plug that that they put inside your home is it's on the internet. Like that that plug, you could just plug a computer into it and you'll be on the internet. You don't need a modem at all, oh, okay. which is why companies like More Telecom uh, and others are doing this thing where they just send you out a better Wi-Fi system. And what that does is two things. Firstly, if you sign up with, say, Aussie Broadband, who I'm with, they might send you yes. a modem. Um, and that modem might give great internet, but it might give good Wi-Fi to a small part of the house. And we all know yep. that that's actually – that's the biggest problem with people's homes is actually the Wi-Fi in the home. And so what you Correct. end up doing is adding to that. You either go to Amazon and buy an Eero or you go to Harvey Norman and buy a, a Netgear Orbi or whatever it might be, and you add it on. So what Moore's doing, I think this is quite smart, is they're saying, listen, we're going to give you great Wi-Fi because then you won't probably ever call them <laughs> because the Wi-Fi will be well, fast I hope, I hope everywhere. Well, that's the case because I've stopped over from Telstra and Telstra's been pretty average and I won't beg Telstra entirely because I, they have attempted to fix things, but... Yeah. By the same token, the deal I had with Moore was better. And I, because I'm a Commonwealth Bank customer, I've sort of been given three years free internet with Moore. So it's pretty what? hard not to go with Moore for three years. Slow yeah, so down. I, hold the phone. What? Yeah. No, I, I'm a Commonwealth Bank customer. And I'm in part of, I guess, renegotiating, I guess, home loans, I was given as part of that deal three years internet service for free. So that it was pretty wild. hard not to to go and jump in the, um, I guess, without without giving um, banks too much of a um, push in the right direction. However, I can't say I'm, I'm not going to push the CBA in the right direction. Um, they were good enough to have a deal there, so it was too good well, an opportunity. Well, I mean, think about it, mate. Think about it. The like, only $22 a month. Internet, so. internet is like 100 bucks a month, right? 
That's three and a yeah. half grand that you. Yeah, that's right. That you're obviously going to have to put, put to the mortgage because interest rates are up, right? Like that's the trade-off, yeah. obviously. But yeah, that's a pretty cool way of approaching it from a telco perspective, yeah. uh, from a bank perspective. It is, and it's hard not to go with that because at the end of the day, with cost of living expenses and what have you, and interest rates and what, and obviously that pressures on homes and yeah. budgets and what have you. Well, yeah. It's hard not to go with it, but it's just it's me not knowing what to do after I yeah. get. The, well, mate, the, great, the house here's the great news. to me I'm on the right track. Here's the great news, right? Once once they come out and they put the box in the house. So there's a there's a there's a termination point inside your home, which is essentially yep. just an old Ethernet point, right? It's just a plug for, for internet. Once that's there, yep. here's what you do. Uh, if you've got a laptop or a computer, plug that in there and do a speed test. Yeah, because you should be able to get right on the internet just by plugging in. And what you do is you do a speed test and you'll find out how close it is to the speed that you're paying for. Now, I'm assuming you've probably committed to 200 meg or something like that to be able to get the fibre to the oh, node upgrade? I'm not 100% sure, but I guess yeah. it's around there. But anything is going to be a lot faster than what we've got at the moment. Do you moment, know what you're so. getting with, uh, with Telstra? Oh, look, if I was getting 30, I was doing well. But definitely there were oh, days wow. when we were lucky to be getting 20. And yeah, it's right. just, yeah, working from gotcha. home and other things with other kids in the house doing work from other things from home as well yeah, gotcha. becomes quite problematic. Um, so, yeah, basically once you've once you've got that installed, um, you can plug in at pretty much any device and do a speed test, okay? And so Excellent. my guess is what you've signed up for, you said it's $20 a month to get the fibre. So $22. I'm yeah. guessing that, that Commonwealth Bank is essentially funding the the $99 plan and and Sounds you're, like, and yeah, you're paying right. for the $120 plan and you should be getting, yep. according to uh, more, you should be getting 205 megabits down and 21 yep. up. Now, once you've plugged in and you've got that on your laptop, then unbox the Eero. You plug, there's three, there's three boxes in the Eero. One of them's, uh, they call a router. The other ones are satellites. Yep. The router... Yep plugs into that same spot in the wall that, that was just installed and then it's all app based yep. you, I think it's in the Amazon oh, app okay. you just may just follow Excellent. the instructions in the app it is so easy to do so easy to use and you'll end up with and the, the key here is that whatever speed you got during that first speed test let's call it 200 but let's be real you should get between 180 and 250 but let's call it 200 oh, I'll, be, I'll be doing handstands exactly for around here. then when you <laughs> plug in those other devices and you finish the Eero setup um you go to the other side of the house and you should be able to get 200. That, that should be the plan. Yeah, and that's you all we need. You should get the same that's... speed everywhere. And uh, Bob's your uncle. You're a done deal. So, um, Excellent. Mate, I'm more been... interested now in the in the ComBank thing. You know, 30, I'm looking at their website for more. 30% off NBN plans for 12 months as a ComBank customer. Yes. Like it's, yeah, uh, no good deals. it's a fascinating little uh, incentive there, isn't it? Mm. Well, it is. It's hard not to go past it because with cost of living pressures and things like that, it's a, it's a pretty much of a no-brainer, which is a terrible analogy that we use, but it is. <laughs> exactly. It is well, a no-brainer. mate, I think you've got a good thing happening. It's about to be great for you. So once that install's done, do a speed test on your laptop, then set up the Amazon Eero and you'll be flying, mate. You'll be great. Excellent. Thank you very much, Trevor. No problems at all, mate. You have a great week. Yeah, you too. Take Cheers. care. Good on you. What about that? Uh... Free internet for three years. What? It's pretty good. It's a pretty great way to um, kind of execute a, a discount without having to, 
Yeah, switch. It's very. I like the idea. Um, it's a very simple um, way for a telco to grow. Partner with a big bank. Um, and I don't know if they're maybe owned by them or something. But isn't that interesting? Would you switch for that deal? I think if I was in the middle of refinancing, I'd go, yeah, hundred bucks a month. Yeah, I guess it's a saving, right? You got to take the savings wherever you can. So. Interesting stuff. Good on you, Michael. Good luck with the new internet, which will be mind-blowing compared to what you already had. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Good to be back. Trevor Long, taking your calls. If you've got a tech question or you've uh, got something going on in your world you want to share, just get in touch, EFTM.com. Rod's on the line. G'day, Rod. Oh, g'day, Trevor. Hey, Rod. What's going on with you, mate? You buying an electric car? What have you done? Oh, mate, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've finally took the bait. Um, <laughs> where yeah, whereabouts well, are you, mate? I've, whereabouts are you? I'm in Campbelltown area, okay. Sydney. In Sydney, yep. Okay. Yeah, I um, I've had a I inherited a Holden Vectra back in 2000 from a divorce. Yeah, right. And um, I'm a tradie, so I used a truck for the last what 22 years. Right. So as a consequence, the Vectra only had 48,000 k on the clock. Oh wow. Anyway, um, yeah, mate, it was in pristine condition. It was perfect, full. Uh, you know, I got all the service records, etc., etc., etc. Anyway, I said to myself, "Oh well, it's got two lower kilometres to sell." Hence, I kept it for what twenty-two years. <laughs> anyway, then the EV market erupted, and as I said in the email, I um, I've followed yours and Stephen's commentary since word go, mm. and being being an electrician myself, I'm. Um, probably a bit biased to anything electrical. And I thought, you know, yeah, it's got to be the go. And um, and I think you nailed the commentary there. Oh, you said years ago, you said, look, the bottom line is it's too exp- – the electric vehicles are too expensive for yep. the average guy. Yep. And um, I mean, I still see people – there is three people. I, I work in an office complex. I've got a rental unit here. And um, you know, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of just trades and small businesses, but like there are four Tesla Model Threes and two Tesla Model Ys in. It, there couldn't be more than a hundred car spaces, so that's a pretty high percentage. And I just look at them, I go, "Man, you must be doing well because it's a lot of money. It really is." Like I feel like I've stretched myself to capacity buying a sixty thousand dollar car. And yes, yeah, I've followed you story I, on that. Yeah, I'm look. I'm not regretting it at all. Don't get me wrong, but. I do keep yeah. saying to myself, I probably should have just bought the forty, forty-five, forty-eight thousand dollar car. But, but there's a there's a bit of passion in my buy. Okay, so not there's a there's a reality distortion going on there. But you know, yes. when you look at these cars and you go, for for forty grand, I can get an electric car. That's amazing. And one of the things that I noticed, um, it was another website, I think the Driven or someone like that, did some numbers on cost of ownership over four years. Um, and you know, yes. my challenge is I actually don't drive my car every day cause I get press cars to drive. So I don't put a lot of K's yes. on. I don't actually buy a lot of petrol. Like it's, I'm a pretty lucky and unique individual, but if you do yep. drive every day, put petrol in your car every week, um, tires, servicing, brakes, all this stuff over four years, it is, it, it's, it's a remarkable potential saving. Have you done those kind of numbers as well? Or are you just looking at upfront? Uh, yeah, well, I've done I've done the uh, fuel slash electricity yep. um, comparison. Uh, 
Well, to give you an example, last financial year, I've been retired, what, 12 months now. Right. I only spent $1,094 in petrol. Right. Now, I estimate the consumption of the EV for the same amount of kilometres would be $154. Wow. And that, is that off your, Ford, that, like off peak or solar? What are you doing? How do you think you're being No, mate, no, that's, that's, that's on general rate. Okay. On general rate. Right. Yeah, which is what, 29 point, you know, four digits yeah. <laughs> places, yeah. And, uh, mate, that, that, is, that is fact. That's significant, yeah. That, that, is a, that is 14% of the costs of what I'll be spending on fuel. So once, as I said, I, I went down and looked at the car. I, oh. I said to myself on a Tuesday after, after you guys did that um, story on the Dolphin, yeah. I said, right, this is for me. I'm going to get a Dolphin, bugger it, I'm going to go and buy it. Rang up BYD, which were they in Liverpool, uh, Westfield at Liverpool. Yeah. It was just, I said, I don't quite understand. Uh, there's no car exhibition places within Westfield. He said, no, no, we've just got a stall. <laughs> anyway, so they, they put me on a waiting list and they got one of the salesmen to contact me. So within an hour, he rings me back. We had a bit of a chat. I goes down there and I just fell in love with the Addo 3. Mm. I, I I could have dead set impulse buy it there and then. <laughs> what is it that, that you fell in love with? What what was it? I mean, well, you, the, did you take it for a drive, the, or were you just looking at it? No, he said, "Do you want to take it for a drive?" I said, "Mate, if I take this thing for a drive, I'll be putting a thousand dollars deposit down now." Just the features, <laughs> yeah. the features and the look of the car, and you know the, the 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 most important thing that impressed me was the SUV. Um, sort of body of the car, yep. like I'm getting on a little bit now. It's an interesting and thing. I, I thought it was weird that my mum went from, we had a Ford Laser, then she had a Honda Civic, and then we got her a Mazda CX-3, I think it's called. And she really, really yes. wanted that slightly bigger height because she was That's getting right, older. That's her right, mate. Her mum yeah. was older. It's yes. a little bit easier yeah. to get in and out of. Yeah, well, well this I know, Saturday an old, I know an old boy called so- Rob Rigby who'd be listening right now, and that's exactly why he bought the car as well. He's just an old man, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not, so, not that quite old, but I'm getting there. I can, I can see that in the future. Yep. And this car is you step sideways into it. It's yeah. not like the sedan. You step sideways and down. And um, mainly that and the and the features, well, compared to what I own, what a 2,000-hole yeah, vector yeah, yeah. against even a modern-day petrol car. Yeah. The features would would leave it for dead, but um, no, it's just the idea of EV. And when I when I worked out the running costs, I said, "This is a no brainer. This is a dead set no brainer." And, and, and I've had so the car a what, week now, and I couldn't be happier. So you you got it delivered that quick? Yeah, I as I said, I I made the phone call on it was actually Wednesday. Yeah, the salesman rings me back. We had a fifty minute conversation. I said, bugger it, mate, I'm coming down to have a look. So I, I went down and had a look Wednesday afternoon. He said, what do you think? You want to take it for a drive? And I said, no, I won't because I'll, impu- I'll, I'll impulse buy this now. So <laughs> I went home, did me math, compared with all the other vi- vehicles. And um, I was looking at Toyotas and a VW van yep. originally, but they were 12-month plus waiting time. Yeah. And I said, no, I'm not going to wait. So – I did the math when I come up with that figure of the fuel consumption as against the electricity cost alone, let alone running costs, mechanical running costs. Mm. I said, this is a no-brainer. So I went back the Saturday and um, took it for a test drive, put down $1,000. Four days later on the Wednesday, it was ready. Wow. And 
Um, obviously, they they had him in stock, yeah. hey. But Mate, well, um, I mean, what they what they did was obviously they had big backlogs when they first launched, and then they just pumping them out, and they're bringing in more than they need so that they've got stock. Because that's I see. This is the other thing. I reckon the car big car companies are missing out now. You know, I bought a Cupra. There's no there's no likelihood they're going to bring five thousand in and just hope people buy them. But if I'm yes. Mazda or Toyota or anything, and I want to sell cars. I'm just telling headquarters, make me 5000 and send them here. And they'll sell because people yeah. don't want to wait. People don't want well, to wait a year for a car. Well, that's right. These these waiting times for VW and Toyota have been the same for my inquiries since January 22. And they all and blame, not, they blame frankly, chip shortages enough. and they blame COVID and all that stuff. But I'll tell you right now, I reckon it's in their interests to keep the waiting times because what it means is when they take an order, they they take a deposit, part of which might be non-refundable, they they build to order. And so essentially it's a much more efficient factory is when a car comes off the line, it has a destination in mind as opposed to yes. just building. Yeah. So BYD are just pumping out cars because they know that they, they already know in Australia what percentage people want this color and that color and this spec and that spec. So just from the, I don't know, five to 9,000 they would have sold so far, they would have a very clear idea of spec. Like Tesla. Tesla could just ship cars to Australia knowing full well what people primarily order. So, yes. I, mate, I think that's where Tesla and BYD have the ascendancy here, and it's why MG lose out. They've got a great set of cars. They've got great affordability, but they're not making enough electric cars. They're just pumping out the petrol yeah. ones. So... BYD are in a good space. So you, you went in thinking Dolphin and you bought the Addo 3. The, the price differential didn't put you off. You were, you, were, you were happy to pay that amount for the size of the car? Uh, well, well, this is where the salesman bit come into it. He, he did, he did his job, it sounds said, like. He, he did, yeah, he, he sort of said, look, the Dolphin, you know, on their website, it's not available to um, September slash October. Yep. Now, that's no guarantee that the actual cars are going to arrive in the country. For the reasons you just said, you know, shipping delays, yeah. blah blah blah, and then he said you might. He said, he said, I think he said that well, like, there was eight thousand slots of the t- first twenty five thousand vehicles sold, three thousand dollar rebate. The New South Wales state government are giving you. He said, I can't guarantee if you wait that that you know you'll get your three grand. And I said, I don't care about the three grand, mate. I want this eight oh three. But you got, but you and, get the three uh, grand now anyway. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I put in the paperwork the other day. It takes mm-hmm. about what fifteen days to process. I doubt. I, I, I actually tend to doubt what he said. I think that was more bit of a sales ploy. You know what? I, but, I, um, I'm going to tell you. I'd like to say it's a sales ploy, but I actually think. Um, oh, you know what? I was going to look it up, and then I, I've just gone to the website. As of June thirty, so like two yes. weeks ago, seven thousand five hundred and five have been paid. So yeah, there yeah. are there are still eighteen thousand available. So look, you probably could have got a dolphin. I reckon. I don't think they're going to sell eighteen thousand yes. cars in New South Wales in the next yes few months. But still, it is touch and go. But um, yeah, yeah, that that wasn't the primary point. And then you look at the cost. You look at the cost of a petrol vehicle. I, I was looking at the CRH or a. Um, Yep. A Toyota Corolla, and yep. you know, you were looking. By the time you spec it up, you were looking in low forties, right? Yeah. Now that now the Dolphin's forty nine, right? Minus the government three grand, which makes it forty six. Yeah. So I'm only spending really probably five grand more. That 
plus the running costs, it was just a dead set no-brainer. Well, I'm a really happy for you, no mate. What colour did you get? Uh, blue, the blue. It's a good yeah. colour, isn't it? Yeah, that was what I would have gone to. Good good decision. Yeah, good decision. yeah. What, and, do the um, neighbours peek they, over the fence going, what's going on here, mate? Uh, no, I, I noticed a few, I noticed the builders next door sort of looked at me and going, where's the noise, you know, <laughs> when I was reversing <laughs> and, out and, the drive. And but, as a tradie, yeah. as a tradie, I think you said you're an electrician. What, what are you, um, what yeah. are you doing for charging at home? Oh, I'm going to put it in Snyder smart charger on the wall. Right. And how'd you choose this? I'm sorry yeah. to take up so much of your time, but how'd you choose this yeah. the Schneider smart charger? Oh well, they 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 have um, online seminars. Yeah, they got what they call um, Club Clipsal, and if you're a member of it, you know which a lot of Sparkies are. They mm. have these online seminars, and they had one back in January this year, and um, I really didn't know much about the EV market, and well, I'm still learning now. But mm. once I saw that seminar, like they got these. Um, what they call a smart charger. I'm just doing more R and D as we talk, actually. Yeah, right. And um, well, that, it, it's they, interesting because I, I just bought a Wallbox. I think it was seventeen hundred bucks. Um, I think it's actually the brand is called Wallbox. But um, yeah. my brother-in-law's a Sparky, so I'll get free installation. Yes. a couple of cases of beer, I'll be yeah. good. Um, but yeah. I think you know that's the great thing, mate. You uh, you like you'll be set up for life. The house will be ready. Um, it, it's probably a car that's going to last you a very long time anyway. I genuinely think that people that are buying an Addo 3 now probably have them 10 years. Um, the only reason they'll upgrade is because they'll go, you know what, I can get a, I can get the new Addo 3 in five years and it'll have more range or whatever. So it's the only reason to upgrade. Yeah. Well, they've got this, um, I don't know whether it's a fu- futuristic model or there is an actual model, but they've got this, um, I saw it somewhere on the internet with uh, looking for BYDs. They've got this yeah. um, Lamborghini looking car mate it was horny it might be called the seal it's uh it's their big uh, sedan no it's, it's not the seal oh no, you're talking no, about no, the roadster no, style no. looking thing oh it's yeah it's it's very horny mate i'm telling you if that comes <laughs> out <laughs> wow. i think yeah. I, I know the one you're talking about i've seen the photos of it in like yellow and you can imagine yes, when it. something that's like that one. comes that to australia yeah i know yeah. <laughs> yeah. horny what a great way to describe a car it genuinely is Mate, I'm really excited what, what for you. What would that I'm sell really for? Ex- mate, that's mm. – so let's look at it this way. If if the Addo 3 – so you've got Dolphin at 30, 39, you've got the Addo 3 yeah. at like 48, the Han, yep. which will be – or the Seal, which is kind of their sedan, I think they need yes. to bring that in at like 69. If they could bring yes. that in between 69 and 79, they've got mass-selling sedan size. Then there'll be an SUV. Mm-hmm. I, I reckon if they could do that at, again, 79 to 89 – the sports car, though, mate, yes. that's still one hundred and fifty grand. Like it's it's got to be a it's got to be stupidly enticing. So I think that's uh, yeah. much further down the path. But but by, by this time next year, in theory, we'll have four BYDs in the market, and they'll be a genuine genuine player. Now look, there's a lot of, and I'll I'll, I'll use a naughty word. There's a lot of shit stirring going on on the internet, especially in if you go on Facebook groups with BYD owners and stuff. A lot of people love to hate every little thing or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've done that over the last few days. Yeah, there's a lot on YouTube. Yeah, you know what, on mate? The reviews, you know yeah. what? Just, mm. you know, the the bloke that brings it in, Luke Todd, who's just way too raw and honest for his own good. That's the problem. He speaks what he thinks yeah. and what he's hoping to do. Sometimes it doesn't come to fruition. Sometimes they miss a date here and there, but they have delivered, mind you, slightly late on a few things. They've delivered everything they said they were going to deliver. So, oh, mate, I, I'm... I'd be all in on them if Cooper hadn't hadn't brought out you know a car that has my lust in my heart. So 
Yeah, see, I followed your Cooper story. I actually did contemplate. I mean, then I think the Cooper is a better looking car than the Addo 3. I think the Cooper is a better looking um, car. You know, the BYD, the, I'll tell you right now, BYD is a better equipped car. I'll, I'll well, tell you straight yeah. up. Yeah. I, I could sit here and talk to you for the next hour about the, the, <laughs> the features, features, blah, 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 and I don't want to waffle on too much on your website. But, you know, I reckon the what the Chinese are going to do to the Australian car market is what the Japanese did in the late 70s and 80s. And what the Koreans did in the 90s and 2000s. Do you remember yes, the Hyundai yes. Elantra when it came out? I was at high school. Yep, it yep, was a rubbish yep. little car, but they sold in huge numbers. Well, that's what MG yep. and BYD are doing right now. And the Tesla Model 3 is a Chinese car as well. So, you know, yes. uh, it's it's an awesome time. And I'm so, I'm so excited that you... That a that you you loved it when you saw it and you drove it and I'm even more glad that you've had it and you're still loving it like it's it's awesome mate it's really really great to hear you hear yeah well I, I gotta I gotta thank you and Steve really because you know as I said I, I've followed your guys' journey and I can see the excitement in your um in your podcast last weekend mm -hmm. and um, yeah yeah I, I just I just couldn't be happier and if it wasn't for you guys I. I probably would have walked away with some sort of petrol vehicle. But um, this is the beginning of my electric vehicle journey. And, brother, I will tell you to the nearest kilowatt how much it will cost. Not now, but give me 12 months. And, I look forward uh, to your 12-month ownership <laughs> review, Rod. I mean, be, being a sparky, you mean we bring power to people, we give them light. Well, when it comes to dollars and cents, I'll soon tell you, mate, and it will be fact. We bring powder Simple people. I love it. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> bit of a bit of a cliche or a no. pun. But, it sounds um, like a union sort of like... union slogan or something. <laughs> oh, you know me too well, mate. Uh, right good on you, Rod. Uh, mate, right wing labour. Yeah. I really well, listen, appreciate you taking my call, mate. I'm excited for you, and I look forward to following your journey. Um, let me know oh, all the mate, ups and I'm... downs, mate. All the ups and downs. I want to oh, hear it all. I will, mate. I will. I got. I'm retired. I got nothing better else to do, and. Uh, I will just live the dream. Yeah. Me meanwhile, my my <laughs> yeah. car, my car is because I'm tracking it is on it's on sitting at Fremantle Port in a boat. And get this, someone sent me. There's a webcam at Fremantle Port. I can even look at it on a webcam now. So the thing better bloody leave Fremantle soon and get to Sydney. I want it in August. Yeah, I, I think you said. <laughs> is it, it going to go via Melbourne? No, on the I, 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 I believe it may be coming direct to Sydney, but it still means it'll be mid-August before, before I get it. But that's okay. <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah, oh, mate, it's a, it's, a, it's a great looking car. This, yeah, I was Good looking at a few reviews on it on the weekend. Okay, then, right, Trevor. Right. Good on you, mate. Appreciate well, you, Kanda. Th thanks for calling and uh, good to talk to you. Cheers, in. mate. All the best for you and Steve. Good on you, okay, mate. Thank, thank you so you. much. Good Bye. on Yeah, that's, uh, look, sorry, we could talk for days, couldn't we? And what's interesting is, and you'll hate me for this, um, I had a message uh, from, I think it was Gaza or Gary, uh, suggested Stephen and I do an EV podcast. Look, I'm thinking about it. If I can find a sponsor or two, we're in. We're doing it. Because I, I I, am realistically passionate about it, I'd like to say. Do you know what I mean? Like I think what I mean by that is I'm not just fanboying out. And I'm accepting that I've bought a car for a particular reason. Now I bought a car for passion and, and the heart. But there's Rod who, I mean, that's, that's a great story. I'm sending that call to BYD because I think they'll be excited to hear that from people and, and from their buyers. And, you know, it's great for old men. Rob Rigby. <laughs> That's my favourite thing. <laughs>
<laughs> anyway, that'll get back. By about, I don't know, I'll probably publish it one thirty by about 4 o'clock. Rob will message me <laughs> and say thanks very much for the stitch-up. Anyway, whatever you've bought, whether it's a TV, a mobile phone, or an electric car, get in touch, EFTM.com. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM. Hello and welcome to the EFTM Podcast. This is Trevor Long. Actually, it's not Trevor Long. In fact, it's my personal voice. I've been using iOS 17 now for a month and I took my time and recorded so many pieces of audio for Apple and my iPhone, ingested them all, curated them all and created this personal voice so the big question is, does it sound like me at all? Oh, look, I think the, oh, look, answer, I think the answer, answer is no. The answer is no. Let me hang that, Let up, me hang now. that up now. It's a complex technical situation to make that <laughs> recording happen and to come through the studio and uh, whatnot. But look, it's not amazing. Let's be real. But um, it wasn't horrible. Like I, th- you, I think you could hear it was me. Do you know what I mean? Like you'd hear that the the tone, and I've got no doubt that it's probably not really launched for Australian accents or something like that. But man, it's an amazing system. So that's part of iOS seventeen, and it's called Personal Voice. Now they previewed this with accessibility, and I talked about it and tried to demo it on Two Blokes Talking Tech last week. Um, the thing is, you record a hundred and fifty phrases. Took me half an hour. Um, they reckon it takes 15 minutes. It took whatever it, they think it took. It took double. Um, and then it takes your phone a day or more to process. It's got to be plugged in a power and it just churns through the power of the phone to do the AI work to make that voice. But you know what? If I lost my voice or I was losing my voice, I would train that in a heartbeat over and over again to try and make the person per- perfect personal voice. And I get it. It's giving a voice back to people who don't have it. And it's also useful in a uh, – the example I've given is a doctor's surgery. You're in a waiting room. You're on your AirPods. Uh, you're on a call. You don't want to speak, but you need to interject. You just type it. You triple press the side button, type what you want to say, and it just says it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But uh, anyway, that's the demo of personal voice that I was hoping to do <laughs> Some, um, somewhere in last week's Two Blokes Talking Tech but didn't quite get to it. Um, so there you go. That's what person voice sounds, sounds like. Let me know if you've downloaded iOS 17, folks, because I'm loving it. I'm most loving standby mode. Legit amazing. Most of the other features I don't even notice. Like I can reply in messages. Who cares? I use WhatsApp. But even on my desk here at work now, I use a Belkin MagSafe charge-up stand so it sits, elevates my phone, put it sideways, and I get the time. I can just glance at it and see the time. I can swipe through different clock faces. I can... I can have one kind of screen that is, as I just unlock with my face, I can get photos. It's, you know, really nice memories. You can just swipe through the different photo albums. Uh, and then there's just another another screen with widgets, which shows me like my next appointments and the weather and stuff like that. It's very cool. Standby mode, I think, very, very useful. And I think people will most love that. You've got to get yourself one of these great elevated MagSafe stands. And I think the Belkin ones are the most beautiful of them all. Um, but there are others from pretty much every brand, and you really make the most of uh, standby mode in iOS 17. If you haven't got iOS 17, you've got a really a recent phone, I think iPhone XS Plus, um, just join the public beta. Search that up. Search up the public beta for iOS, and you can join now. Otherwise, you wait until September. That's when it'll be out for all iPhones. Taking your calls, you've got a tech question, just go to the website, eftm.com. Mark's on the line. G'day, Mark. G'day, Trevor. What can I do for you, mates? 
Um, I'm looking to get a, a tracker, uh, mainly for security, uh, to fit on my car in case it's stolen, you know. Yep. Um, I just want to know what you recommend. I, I, I don't want to spend a lot of money, um, something that's, that's easy to use and it's not too costly. Can you recommend anything? How likely is it that your car is going to be stolen? Like, is this something that happens regularly in your area? Like, what are we talking in terms of risk management? Uh, yeah, I think it's a fairly low risk. I so, just thought if, if they, yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, no. So, so there's really two options that exist in life. One of them is you go and buy, they never call them vehicle trackers because they get, they get absolutely bashed up by the, uh, all, all the, the, the police and other communities that would, but they don't want to encourage tracking of people, right? Let's be clear. That's, that's not on. And these devices could all be used for that. But you go and yeah. buy a pet tracker and, uh, you can buy these things for a few hundred dollars. I'm pretty sure JB Hi-Fi sells them, but otherwise you'll find them online. Little devices, a couple okay. hundred bucks. And here's what they need, though. They need battery and they need a SIM card. So I put one of these things okay. in my daughter's uh, suitcase on the way to school camp in Canberra, and I was checking it every 20 minutes. And by the time she got to Canberra on a four-hour drive, it was dead. Um so yeah, okay. obviously in a car, if you know an auto electrician or you know your stuff, you could probably hardwire it so it's always powered. But then you need a SIM card in it, which is going to cost you, I don't know, five, ten bucks a month at least, which is going to yeah, give you the, like data, a subscription. That, the data that gives you the opportunity to open an app and see where your thing is. So yeah. I think that's a bit much for something that is medium to low risk. What I would do, yeah. have you got an iPhone or an Android phone? I've got an Android, yeah. Very disappointing because Apple AirTags are the best thing in the world um, without any question. Um, so an AirTag uses every Apple device on the planet as a search party. So if your car goes missing and you open up your phone, then basically every Apple device is a search party for you. And if the person who stole one, stole your car, has an iPhone, they're accidentally pinging your location, your car's location. The alternative oh, okay. is, is Android there are some, uh, Chipolo, Tile. I don't think Samsung's yet selling their tags here in Australia, but they're, they're good. Don't get me wrong. They're good. But they are yeah. just a touch less reliable because they require someone else with an Android phone or an iPhone and with that app installed to be near or yeah. have gone near the car for, it to, for its location to ping. So, yeah. Or if you know anyone, if you anyone in your family has an iPhone or an iPad, then yeah. use them to set up the AirTag and use them to okay. track use them to track the device. Otherwise, you're looking for a definitely less um, reliable or less, um, I guess, frequent updates on the location from one of the other tracking systems like Tile or Chipolo. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, my wife's got an iPhone, so oh, we'll mate, be right. Perfect. Just there, mate, yeah. Get yeah. on Amazon or, or uh, go to the Apple Store, buy one AirTag, buy them in pack of four, they're cheaper. Um, it takes no time to set up. You pull the battery tag out of it. It comes up on the iPhone, says you want to set this up. You say, "Radio, this is called Mark's car. Just put it in the glove box, mate. Yeah. Now, oh, great. Whenever, great, it'll, yeah. it'll begin to annoy you because whenever you're driving the car, you'll probably get a notification on your phone that something, someone's tracking you because it's not your AirTag. Mate, who cares? Good. You know it's working. Um, because when yeah. someone else gets in the car, let's be clear, if someone steals your car and there's an air tag in it, they drive yeah. two hours away, and after, if they keep driving on about the second or third hour, they'll get a notification on their phone that there's a, there's someone tracking them. So they'll realise the car oh, okay. 
They'll realise the car yeah. has a tracker in it and they'll ditch it. They'll bail. But you know what? You'll have yeah. the location because you'll get yeah. the last known location of the car. Okay, so they call it an AirTag. Apple AirTag, 50 bucks. Apple AirTag, right. Oh, good. Well, that sounds like the way to go. All right, mate. Good luck. Yeah, thank you, Trevor. Cheers, mate. Enjoy. Okay, bye. No worries at all. See, it's as easy as that. Um, and it is funny how there's, <laughs> there's really no alternative in the Android ecosystem. Give me all your tile hate. I don't care. I used to use tile. We had them on everything, but nowhere near as good as an Apple AirTag. Thank you for listening to the EFTM podcast. Trevor Long taking your calls. Anna's on the line. G'day, Anna. Hi, how are you, Trevor? Very well. What look, can um, I do you for? Look, Optus advised me that they're no longer going to support the um, mobile phone I have and I have oh. to update. And because I'm not very tech savvy, I'm really worried and I'm sort of in the old elderly bracket. So I was hoping maybe you could suggest something which is very simple yep. that I can sort of just make um, basically phone calls and the occasional text message. Um, and I'm still, like you can see, still on the landline. What sort of phone do you have today? Do you know? Um, it's some sort of Android. And I have no idea the oh. brand of some Chinese-made uh, mobile. But it's an and, Android um, phone. That's what we know. And correct. that's yep. and you're okay with that? It's easy to use. You know what you're doing. No, no major issues yeah. there, right? Only because it's very simple and yeah. it's quite um, decent size numbers on it oh yep, yep um yeah and it does it does what i need to do and that's why i hate change i like to sort of use what i know and so um you know i like to hang on to 100 percent. i get you now there will be simple. a little bit of change because if it's how many how old do you think that phone is do you reckon it must be about five. I had to upgrade from the last time they upgraded. So that's how long <laughs> so ago. it was. So every time yeah. they upgrade, I've got to change everything again Well, and for, try and see whether my memory's still working. I'm going to assume that you've got a 3G phone and that's why they're telling you to upgrade. Um, Correct. Because otherwise they're, they're telling you furfies because a 4G phone will definitely still work. But let's go uh, simple terms. You could spend... Uh, $379 on a really simple Samsung phone. You could spend yep. a lot less than that. You could probably spend, here's a good one, Nokia. Yep. You could go to JB Hi-Fi and buy a Nokia yep. C12. Yep. All right? Remember okay. those letters, C12. Yeah, Nokia C12. But can I ask you something else? Yep. Because I'm with Optus and I've mm. got everything with Optus, mm. um, my landline, my mobile, and also my computer, you yep. know, the uh, emails, um, last time I purchased it through the uh, Optus store, only because I'm not confident enough and I worry totally. that if I buy a, a The good thing is mobile, that they'll, they'll help the... you out. They'll help you out as well. Let's be real. You want them to help you set it up and, you know, make it easy yep. for you, I'm, I'm assuming, as well. Um, Correct. If you were well, to go I to Optus, Optus you, you're going I to need be... to spend Sorry. nearly $400. The cheapest right. outright phone they're going to sell you is that I would want you to have is a Samsung yep. Galaxy A14, which is going to cost you $378. Okay? Great phone. Okay. Re really, really good phone. And they will, in the store, probably switch you over very simply and very easily. Is there, yep. anyone, Sorry, is there anyone like a nerdy nephew or anyone in your life that could give you, you know, scones and tea afternoon, kind of help you out with your phone if you needed it? Right. Um I guess I could ask my granddaughter only, but I don't know how. You know, I suppose she uses my, her mobile phone all the time. But mm. um, it's really just—it's really I, just that if you did buy a new phone outright, 
yeah. you, um, you you just need someone to help you move your contacts over. For example, when you when you type want right. to send a text message to someone, um, yep. you want to you want to type someone's name and not have to type a phone number. You don't have to remember that stuff, right? That's right. that's kind of crazy. Uh, but I was just going to go back to what I asked you before with yep. regarding Optus. Hmm. I just want to continue on the plan. I know that if I try, they're always trying to make me change because I've got a real old plan. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, it's a real good old plan. Yeah. Um, and that's why they want to get me off it because it's very cheap. And when they've given me the cost of a new plan, I'm finding it's a lot dearer when I combine all the things that I do have. Yeah. Um, so what happens when I do go to the change my phone? Can they Would they put the existing whatever is inside my old phone into the new phone. Is that how it works? That's an so excellent they know that question. With That's an excellent question. I I think I think it's possible you'll need a new SIM card, but I don't believe right. they can force you to get a new plan. Do you know how much you're paying yeah. per month with Optus for your mobile phone? Well, with everything combined, I mm. pay between $60 and $80. For what's that for? Mobile? For landline, landline, mobile phone, and my emails. And you go, so you've got internet at home with Wi-Fi, correct? And you're spending sixty dollars between sixty. Sometimes they creep it up sixty, seventy dollars. Uh, my last one was about seventy dollars. Something that yeah. is very good. I think. Let me say that. I know. A very good deal. <laughs> they continually. They're forever trying to push me off it, and that's why I'm worried. <laughs> with this phone thing, you know, um, yeah. with everything else going up, I don't particularly want to go any higher. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I yeah. am nervous that you'll need it. You'll definitely need, let's say you definitely need a new SIM card, but I don't believe that requires you to be on a different plan. So uh, I think you could and should walk into an Optus store and yeah. say, you should say with confidence um, yeah. that I want to stay on all of my existing plans and billings but I want you to give me a new mobile phone and I'm willing to pay outright for it. Use those words, pay outright, okay? Uh, okay, so yep. That's going to cost you at an Optus store, I would guess, $400. So just tell them you want the oh, cheapest okay. You want the cheapest possible phone. And, yep. then, and then you want them to put your SIM card in and get it working, et cetera. Now, okay, if, if they yep. do keep you on that plan and all those things, then you are on a good deal and I wouldn't change anything. Um, exactly. So... Yep. You, you know, yeah. you're paying a premium for the phone because I, I could save you $200 by sending you to JB Hi-Fi to get a cheaper phone. But yeah. then you're going to have to go to Optus to get a SIM card anyway and you're going to need someone like your, your niece or granddaughter, yeah. whoever you said it was, the, yeah. to maybe help yeah. you get it working. That's right. that's my concern is that kind of helping you through the process part that Optus should do given you're a loyal yeah. long-term customer. So I think yeah, if, you no, go in, if you go in, if you go in saying – Yep. Happy, want to stay on yep. all my plans, and I want to yep. buy a phone outright. Okay, Trevor. The other thing is, you said a Galaxy. What one? Which one was it? Galaxy. That was an what number? A, I think it was an A fourteen. I'm going to say. I just saw, hang on. I just sort by lowest price on their website. And that's quite an easy, easy a one to use. Oh yes, it's an Android phone. Okay. It should work fine. Actually, I found another tab called Budget Phones. Isn't it funny? They've hidden those <laughs> on a different page. Uh, minimum cost, yeah. minimum cost. There's still no, nah, there's still no great saving on oh, their right. budget phones, but they will. Yeah. <laughs> what about this? The A14 is currently available yeah. for one dollar mm-hmm. a month <laughs> over 36 months. 
Um, yeah. But but I bet you have to save up. I bet you have to be on a new plan. So again, don't. They will. That's what they're, they're trying everything to get me on. They even offer me a watch and a new phone nah. and all sorts of stuff. Don't be <laughs> suckered into paying by the month. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Shell out the money up front, all right? Yep, yep. All right. Okay. I don't think well, I've helped thanks. you, but I know. I think you know what you need to do, which is definitely you need to get a new phone. Um, yep. If I'll I just feel like they're ripping you off, come back to yep. me. Let's let's crowdsource helping you out here to get you a new phone, all right? Okay, thanks. With a budget phone, is that what it's called? Yep. Or, do you re- or just stick with the Galaxy, you think? Oh, the budget phones are all – anything under $400 is known as a budget phone. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, it's not the name of the phone. No. It's just a budget phone no. because it's cheaper. No, just budget Got phones, it. yeah, exactly. Okay, um, all right. All right, thanks for all your help. My pleasure, my Thank pleasure. Thank you. Good luck. Thanks Thank a you. lot. Cheers. Um, poor Anna, she's on a landline too. See, I, I, now I feel like I need to put a diary note in to contact Anna – in a couple of weeks when I'm back to just go and help her out. I mean, anyway, just time in in the life is not as easy as it might seem. Anyway, I really hope Anna doesn't get uh, anything better than a great, another, another great deal from Optics because she's on a cracking plan there. All right, thank you for listening. Great to have your company on the EFGM podcast. Thanks for having me back in your ear holes. It's wonderful. Um, I'm in Korea next week with Samsung for the Galaxy Z Fold 5, Flip 5 launch, we assume. Uh, And there will be a show next week because I had so many people this week that here's what's going to happen. little, you know, inside baseball. I'm going to record an intro and an outro. I'm going to put the rest of the calls in for next week because I've got, an hour and a half's worth of content here. And I think if I give you 45 today, I'll give you another 45 next week. It might be 50 and 30. Who knows? Bottom line, I'll give you some more calls next week on the EFGM podcast. We'll be back from Korea in August. Um, Two Blokes Talking Tech continues. And there's even talk of a new podcast. God, it never ends, does it? Um, thanks for listening, folks. Great to have you company. Thank you to LG for their support of EFTM and the EFTM podcast. Let's do it all again next week, even if it's only brief. Ciao. It might sound crazy what I'm about to say. But triple-